So you're listening to The Social on <laughs> 103.2 Preston FM. Um, yeah, once again, just to, to recap, for those of you that this is the first listen, um, it's uh, Nathaniel, Tom and James. Uh, we were discussing everything from The Social Web. Um, to social networking, to the application uh, of, of how people use it at home, uh, personal lives. And we'll also have a business focus. We'll um, look at um, the community at large, the business community, how they're using it. Um, yeah, and we've got a tweeting coming up later in the show. Um, uh, basically, what we want is a little bit of interaction from you guys. So, ways to get in touch with us. You can uh, tweet us using the hashtag PFM social. Um, you can email, if you like, uh, studio at preston.fm. Yeah, you can get in touch with us across our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash three-man-factory. Um, alternatively, if you want to tweet us directly, you can uh, give us an at reply to three-man-factory as well, and that's with a, a number three. Um, and if, if you want to ring in, we, we do this every time. I, I always wonder whether they should mention the phone number. We do have a phone number. You can always ring in and speak to us. I'm Don't not bother. sure we know how to answer it. No, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> Um, the phone number is 01772 But do bear in mind that we're not sure we can technically answer it, so uh, we'll, hear it, we'll hear it ringing, and we promise we'll try our very best. Um, so now we're going to play you the first of a... Uh, as Nathaniel told you earlier, it's, it's, is this yours and James' or just yours? Who's Ankles? It's, uh, no, it's mainly, yeah, it's a mixture of mine and James's. It was after uh, last, last week, uh, well, last show rather, a couple of weeks ago, um, Tom went through the Australian uh, hits... And it was a, a totally Tom orientated inspired show. Well, we had a lot of complaints, didn't we, about the music selection? We thought, you're right, this is this is unacceptable. <laughs> so, so what we've done to freshen it up and uh, try and broaden some horizons is we've we've picked uh, some of the tracks that we're listening to at the moment. So there's a mixture of some brand new tunes. Uh, there's a couple of uh, the, the Brit nominees in there, and there's just a little bit of sprinkling of uh, James's top five as well. Ooh la la! There we go. So um, here we go. It's Foster the People. Well, that's me educated. <laughs> Well, yeah, I I hope so. I hope by the end of the programme, Tom, you'll be going home and we'll be in a different decade, possibly, when we come to it tomorrow. But rather than <laughs> rather than not doing our usual slagging and, um, you know, antics about each other's musical tastes, I think we need to get straight into the news. The news. James? News. Right, here we go. Eventbrite hits its 50 millionth ticket sold. The Pope takes to Twitter to save Lent. Boo! Google to launch a TV service. Boo. Man um, shoots daughter's laptop over a Facebook incident. And finally, Twitter is testing its new automated translate feature so that the whole world can join in. So, all fantastic news items. With fantastic jingles between. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, as, as you may have t- realised, we still haven't had any professional jingles done yet. But I, I think we're currently favouring the, the you know vocal audio jingle at the moment. But you, you mentioned about Eventbrite, James. What's the, what's the background on that? Well, it's been going since 2006. It was a fairly slow burner. I think everyone had heard of it. It's like the ticketing service for basically can have an event in an actual mm. venue as opposed to online. It's not all virtual. But it's just an easy way of distributing tickets. Um, to, to like social networks and whatnot, and basically it's finally hit its 50 million tickets sold and 40% of those were sold last year alone see I'm so surprised I thought it would have hit that ages ago to be honest or maybe that's because I'm so used to using <coughs> event I don't know because, because it's, I'm so ingrained with it I've, that's really the, the main ticket trader I've used I, I thought that's quite slow I, I, I thought 50 million should have been hit ages ago or maybe that's just me What I don't know uh, I mean <coughs> I don't know does, does, the, does it explain whether that's 50 million Paid tickets, free tickets, or a combination. From what I can gather, it's just yeah, it's the, just just the, tickets the whole shebang. Because I, I mean, the, the the thing that I found with Eventbrite is 
when it first started and when we I first sort of found out about it, there was a lot of heavily business orientated events in it, mm. and it did seem to be much much more steeped in that direction. Um, it does slowly seem to be uh, pulling in other kind ca- other sectors. I've started to see more charity events, music events. Yeah. it's not a mainstream ticket place. It's um, for for those of you that have not not visited or used it. It's a, a portal so that you can put on your, you know, your own tickets, your own events, something like that. Um, if it's a free event, then it's free to put tickets on it. You know, you don't pay for its service. So in in that way, it's a fantastic resource if you've got a limited budget and want, you know, to, to be able to count people in and out of your event. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I think we need to find out. I'll I'll I'll, I'll get googling whether it's it's tickets or events and free or paid. Yeah, because I mean, for me as well, it, because it's initially a US service. I, it's only just started to pick up real speed over mm. here. I, I think in the last twelve months, it's only very recently, for example, that they've um, they've allowed you to uh, integrate your VAT number if you're a, a UK okay. business, and I think that will make a fairly large difference for the number of larger UK organisations that use it as a serious portal because it'll help with their accounting. Hmm. Yeah, you know. So I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone's sort, sort of nonplus, but um, if you haven't used it. Go on there um, and check it out, if only to find out what sort of uh, events and bits and pieces are going on in the local area. Like we, we use it for the Preston Social, which we talk about quite a bit on here, uh, and it's our primary you know, way yeah. of sort of delivering uh, tickets for the workshops that we run as well. Um, James also mentioned about uh, Twitter's auto-translate. Now, I think from what you were saying, James, they had a manual-type version of this originally. Basically what it was um, around January time, I think maybe even a bit sooner, earlier, whatever, you could go online, they had a few different messages... Um, like sample script, so to speak, and you could translate them into a designated language. So now, from what I understand, they've all been done now, all these like pre-prepared messages, and the idea is it can now auto-translate ordinary messages. So was that a little bit like when uh, Facebook, I, feel like, I think a good year or so, maybe even longer back, you got that message saying, do you speak another language? Do you want to help or us translate? Tra- yeah. Um yeah. I, I, fantastic idea! I, from uh, what I found out about it, is that they've they've also partnered up with um, with Bing for their auto translate function, so that ideally, I mean, I, I think they're only testing it in a few places at the moment, but hopefully they'll reach that stage where if someone tweets you in a foreign language without having to copy and paste it into a language translator, it will just come up in you yeah, know so in it's your a big own issue language. at the moment. Well, I I see I. I like the idea. I like that it's clever technology, but I don't. I don't know how useful it's going to be um, because we, we Google Translate has been around for a long time. How often do you want to do business or go to a site that you want to translate into English? I have a really good example. Oh, I'm go- going to county county you all. Um, <laughs> we we work with Section Twenty Five, the band, yes. who have quite a big fan base through Europe. Mm. I am appalling with languages, and they do often tweet in their mother tongue unsurprisingly and, the, and, and without sort of copying and pasting the tweets into Google Translate I, I would have no idea you know what they're saying they're from Blackpool aren't they Oh, <laughs> <laughs> section twenty five are yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you see what I mean for bands with a like a, a an audience who aren't you know of their their mother tongue I, I, and other other brands like that I think that could be it, it would save time I think it would help for faster communication between them and the fan base. Technology's taken over. <laughs> it's, it's that interweb thing. It's uh, it, it's getting bigger. I'm told they're going to kill us. Um, we're just <laughs> we're going to play um, uh, another song next, and this actually is a song I, I actually do like, and it's a song I've heard of. Look at me being current and everything. Um, it's uh, it's it's Brits and Grammy super winner um, and and cut off and cut off short. Right, well, actually, if I just keep talking. 
Do you know, I absolutely love Baz from Press <laughs> FM. He, he, I, I, we've not heard that that show or that I, um, I don't before. Oh God, I've just used a technical term. I don't mean I don't. I mean little jingle you've just heard for for people. That's a, <laughs> a totally techie term. Apologies. Um, Baz does the um, Wham Bam Body Slam Wrestling Show, which is by far and away our favourite like sort of specialist show and with the best <laughs> the best promo and jingle um, and we believe he's obviously doing the game show as well so Baz if you are listening to us or if you ever come across this we're just saying we love you man it's ace so James from, from Baz and wrestling and gaming what about the Pope? well apparently the, <laughs> the Pope um, has taken to Twitter to save Lent how has he done this you ask? I, I didn't know Lent was at risk well apparently it is <laughs> Risky lens, go on. So what he's done is he's gone on <laughs> to Twitter. Well, it's probably not him. It's probably some little crony. And basically, he's putting segments of the papal message yeah. onto Twitter. And apparently that classes as him saving Lent. I'll tell you what, saving Lent. Not eating chocolate. <laughs> no, the cracking deals on pancakes in the co-op. <laughs> I mean... That's, that's pancake. That's not Lent. Yeah. Basically, well. Cope beats Pope. <laughs> Cope, hang on. Co-op beats Pope. So... Just, just so I can just double check what you've just said. Then, not obviously. Well, I, I've only skimmed through the article. Not, not, not obviously about that. But what I'm interested in. So, does the Pope actually have his own Twitter account? Apparently, he does. Um, what's the what's the, uh, the 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 username? Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll do a bit of research on that. Right, okay. song, but it's along <laughs> the lines of the Pope <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Google Pope on Twitter. It'll come up. Brilliant. Like, cheers, James. Yeah, so, so from, segments of his message are basically... You did, you did just one. say Google Pope on Twitter, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so, for, yeah, for any of you out there who wants to find out more about James's <laughs> informative news story about the Pope on Twitter, just Google Pope on Twitter. <laughs> I do that with all famous people. They always come up. Oh, Barry from marvellous. EastEnders. So, from, from I suppose, the, the famous... Um, potential you know viral social media superstar to someone who's probably i would imagine i've not checked the statistics against each other had more hits than the popes already had George Michael. Um, and no not George, no 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 the the facebook parenting guy this um, is amazing god love it uh, for those of you that haven't seen it we've put the video on our facebook wall um so if you go to facebook.com forward slash three man factory with a number three i think it's the most recent video that we've posted on there um I won't... Is it spoiling it? To, no, we to I mean, yeah. essentially, yeah, we should tell you because it's just as funny when you watch yeah. it, isn't it? But there's... Um, Don't give away the ending. No, it's difficult to talk about it with not... The reason that it's been flagged up to us, though, is because um, we've mentioned Rebecca Black and the Friday video numerous times on this show. Um, we both love and hate her. Um, for being the the YouTube superstar that she is, without being with being totally tone deaf. Um, Friday has been one of the most popular YouTube videos of all time. This video has had a faster uptake and sort of share record uh, than Friday has, like by far. Is it also, go on, sorry, twenty-eight million views. So twenty-eight. Far. That's right. Yeah, twenty-eight million it's views been up for less than a week. I think. Yeah. Oh no, maybe a week. And or I so. think the the interesting thing though is with Friday, a lot of those views were people, you know, like like you can on YouTube, you can give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. The Facebook parenting video has a ninety-one percent thumbs up which means people love it there were no haters no no haters um it's essentially a a disgruntled father um who's, who's uh, rumbled uh, his daughter's rather angry message you know to mum and dad on facebook when she thought he wouldn't find it so for everybody listening there's a point in that is uh, just make sure your security settings and privacy is locked down properly yeah. um because being an american 
Um, I, I like, I don't know what the percentage of Americans is, is that, that own guns, um, but he's one of the gun-owning Americans, not a nutter whatsoever. He's very rational um, as he uh, basically tells her that, you know, she's, she's not to do that again. Um, and he removes access to her laptop with a, um, I think it's a Colt 45. <laughs> Just puts a hole or two in it, doesn't so, it? So, I, I mean, we, we've we've potentially, I know it's a bit of a spoiler, but it's very difficult to sort of talk about how much fun we've had watching we this video. We haven't done justice, though. You've got to watch the video. No, exactly. And stick with it, because it's quite long. Eight he, he, go, he goes through his, you know, his... his is ramble and um, what, why he's annoyed. Um, if you can't manage all that, just make sure you at least skip to the end because it's uh, yeah. I've not seen I've not seen parenting done in that way for it like, justifies. Ever. Oh, it's, it just seems completely yeah. justified to me. Yeah. So Tom, as a parent, yes, I'm just wondering <laughs> like what what your your take was on it. Um, uh, well, the first thing is I don't know what's uh, is there a gun shop nearby? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dan Plungington. Yeah. Right, uh, that's right. That's the first thing sorted. Second thing, um, I don't. I, I think it's a great take on it, and especially like in the video, he really advocates that um, parents should share this. Not the shooting side of things, but taking a proactive approach with with what your kids are getting up to online. Because yeah. um, I think. I think with with us, we work. You know, we we live and breathe and work day and night in social media. So we, it's easy for us to assume that people have a handle and a grip on um, what's being said and where and how. Um, and actually, when we're working with um, communities and, and businesses, we learn that um, there's a lot of people aren't really au fait or too clued up with with who can see what. So this is a it's a it's a brilliant shock intro into it's an a awareness. shining example, isn't it? Because really th- th- this guy, like, I mean, we we sort of joked about it. When you watch it, you'll find out he's he's not a gun toting nut whatsoever. He's very rational. He actually turns out he's an IT professional as well. Yeah. So he even more fooled his poor daughter for thinking she could probably hide, you know, her, uh, her comments and stuff from him because he, you know, he, he was he was upgrading her laptop when he sort of you know stumbled across it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it does. It brings home in a, an amusing way. I think um, the the perils of keeping your kids safe on Facebook and mm. with you know children and you know and everyone. I think at large, just making sure they know what they're posting and, and where it's going to and who um, sees so it. You can learn on social media, and, and on which now we're getting some um, some feedback through Twitter. Where I've I've pretty much been told. Um, I suggested that nobody would use the <laughs> the translation feature on Twitter. Um, Claire Jackson's tweeted in just to say that uh, sports people tweet in the first language and she knows lots of people who, who use the translation facility. Go, Claire. I've also Go, got thanks. an update on the uh, Pope situation. Go on. <laughs> I will have his handle for Twitter. It's Pope to you Vatican with a numerical two. That um, is the catchiest handle. <laughs> and if you think Lent's like something that's drifting out of your life, you may, may want to follow him, basically. Yeah, and, uh, I love that. He'll get you back on track. Pope, Pope to you with a number two. Well, the numerical oh, two. Oh, that's great. Sounds like a comparison. But he's down with the kids anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, I mean, that's that's pretty much uh, everything for, for today's news section. So, um, we've, we, that, we've, we scoured the internet for you to, to find all that and uh, keeping our eye on the, you know, on the pulse. Coming up in the rest of today's show, we've got uh, a bit of a business focus where mm. I think Tom's going to be looking at um, MySpace, um, Friends Reunited. Um, um, and generally, and all the other um, either old or archaic or by, bygone social networks. Yeah, it shows. Cause I couldn't even remember their names. They're that they're that old. All of what I, I think MySpace was started what like six, seven years ago, like ages and ages ago. Nine um, years. Nine, oh, nine years. Oh, oh, that is a long time actually. Yeah. Um, and we'll also be doing our tweeting, which is on uh, you know Preston City or Town. So for anyone who wants to get involved in that, um, please do tweet in using the hashtag PFM Social, and we'll make sure uh, that your tweets are read out and that we uh, we try our best to get through them all 
so that was uh, that was Electric Six with Synthesizer. What Same. a corker. Ah, it was, wasn't it? I'm feeling good about the music on the show today. I mean, I, I don't know what's going differently. I think we've dropped the ball once. We've dropped the ball once. But, you know, I mean, you're always going to have um, one moment in a, a show of greatness like this. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was Adele. She's, she's yeah. had a lot of these moments recently. <laughs> yeah, it was indeed. It was indeed. She doesn't need the royalty. Um, so, uh, once again, you're listening to The Social on uh, 103.2 Preston FM with Nathaniel, Tom and James discussing all things social media. Um, very loosely, obviously. I mean, it's mainly just chatting rubbish, generally. Um, but, so far, we've covered um, Google TV, uh, Pope tweets. Um, Twitter Translate. Yeah, man shoots uh, laptop with gun. What, Facebook parents. We'll, we'll oh, keep, we'll yeah, oh, yeah, of theme. course. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course that, yeah. I mean, I, that's essentially what happens, though. Um, but it is to do with parenting. Uh, and we looked at uh, the, the success of Eventbrite. Um, now, normally, with the business focus section, we do uh, a little bit of a topic on something that uh, local business owners can kind of implement in their, their own businesses. But I think um, for today's section, we're going to look at social media business in particular, uh, like Tom's mentioned, some of the older social networks. The uh, reason we're doing this is because we're coming up for nearly 10 years with, with some of those networks. So we're, we're starting to reach a point where they've become social networks in general have become fairly established so we just thought it'd be quite interesting to kind of take a look at where some of the early ones have uh, have sort of been left yeah um b- before we dip into that um transcription global have, have tweeted actually and suggested maybe could we talk about pinterest as a way of marketing now then we'd Ooh, coincidentally right. uh, we did we did have a chat about this in our last show a couple of weeks ago and the the podcast will be available yeah um if you head to oh god it's a really long iTunes link isn't it probably the best thing to do is if you go to um, the, the, the the Preston FM site um, which you can get to if you if you google Preston FM or head to yourpresscap.org mm-hmm. um, on there you'll find links to the Preston FM uh, side of the uh, of the is it a charity a project it's a charity yeah it's a charity isn't it what community um, page yeah community page and on there, under DJs and shows, uh, if you head to Chat and Community, you'll find our page with details about our show. Um, and on there is a link to to our podcast. Um, that's probably the the easiest way to find it because I think the iTunes link is iTunes.com forward slash blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, it's a, it's about two or three hundred characters long. What we'll probably do as well is we'll tweet the link after the show as well yeah. for anyone who's who, who might have missed it. Indeed. So um, that mentioned um, some of the older. Uh, social networks. The first one we're going to talk about is the probably the most popular. I think. Well, it definitely was the most popular. I mean, between um, 2005 and early 2008, it was the most visited social network, without a doubt, hands down. Um, and that it, it was MySpace. Oh, MySpace. Oh, yeah. Some oh. nostalgic. Oh. Yeah. Do I remember my MySpace page was a horror because I, I'm rubbish with coding or anything like that, and it just looked like a horrible neon. I think that was the death of MySpace. It was allowing people to um, to customise too much, you, I think. You don't mean people, do you? You mean amateur hacks like myself. I mean, See, I'm sure. I bet yours and Design James's, heretics. I bet yours and James's <laughs> page were lovely. Well, mine wasn't, to be honest. That's how I actually got into doing web stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah, I started creating horrible like profiles. I thought, my God, this <laughs> is great. I need to get, myself, <laughs> to get myself somewhere to study. I mean, I had glittery ponies, <laughs> rainbows. Lightning effect. I miss it. Um, but well, it was founded in 2003, so it's certainly one of the oldest networks out there. Um, although not as old as uh, another one I'm going to come to later, which was um, Big Wide World. But anyway, back to MySpace. Uh, it's founded in 2003. Um, back then, it was a guy called Tom. 
And Tom was everyone's friend. He was always your first friend on Facebook. I'm Tom's friend on something else as well. Is he he's on Twitter. He's, right? he's on Google+. Plus. Oh, Google oh Plus, that's, that's it. Right, yeah. yeah, he's friended me on Google+. Plus recently. Uh, MySpace, Tom is on Google+, Plus, but he was always your friend. Uh, when you joined MySpace, because I've just joined it again for the third time, uh, just to see what's going on there, because the, the music player on there actually is... It's, it's touted to be the best music player. It's got a bigger library than all of them. Um, well, they, they since the Justin Timberlake thing, they've tried to reinvent it. I mean, it, I know it's been through a couple of reinventions. Yeah, uh, well, notably when um, a News Corp bought it, didn't they? And then everyone said. Do, do you know how much they paid for it? Oh, yeah, I can't remember, but it is. We'll start the bid in James. How much? 10 million. Oh. I, 32. Uh, they, they actually That's what it was sold for recently. They, they bought it at the time for 580 million. Oh! <laughs> Unbelievable. Plus VAT. <laughs> plus, plus, plus maybe VAT. a bit of VAT on top. Um, it was sold. It was it was acquired recently. Um, it was a company called Specific Media, and uh, Justin Timberlake actually bought it for around thirty-five million. Wow, still yeah. a con. That's I don't. I don't think it is. I, I don't know. I think the direction they're taking it, which is a music-focused. I network. just. It's. I just think if um, Facebook were to integrate their own player without it being a third-party app. MySpace has had it again. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have to say, I think I'm in agreement with James. Ah, like, but, but, but but then again, the likelihood of Facebook doing anything like that, because as we know, no, they, no, well, the, the they, thing, they curveball fell Facebook off. have saved MySpace inadvertently because now you can the, the, the connect, you can just log into MySpace with your Facebook. But I'm sure they've not done that intentionally from Facebook. Oh, no, no, I don't think it meant to throw them a... So that's a, what I mean, though. Facebook have the power to give life and take it away. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they do. They do, which is a horrific thought, isn't it? As much as we love them, um, you know, awful that they can do that. But I, I, I would agree, adding the Facebook login and connect um, to a site doesn't suddenly make it much more mm. accessible to people who probably wouldn't go through signing up for something new or, or well, something like we again. I signed up to it the other day just as a test run and press connect. Whoosh, it had all my information connected with people, yeah. which I don't really like. Um, did it, did it automatically photos. connect um, you to music, though? You know, because obviously on Facebook you, you can list, list as, your it, likes. As a friend, it added the bands that I liked who had a profile that it managed to find, and I didn't like that. It felt a bit too like. Hang on, where have you got this from? Get oh, away from really? Me. I see. I quite like that idea that that I wouldn't, you know, because obviously any bands I've liked in Facebook, I probably do want to connect to. But I suppose it's that maybe if it was, uh, does it tell you it's going to do it? No, it didn't. Well, right. it might have done in all the terms and conditions yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but the small print. Let's face I suppose it. You, you no make you flag something like that up, maybe, don't you? Because I personally would quite like that, but it should, yeah. I suppose, be an opt-in or out step. Well, it did it very poorly, considering I have like about hundred and so bands. It, I think it liked about seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> or, or maybe they're not Pretty active. Bad. But, yeah. but I don't. Know, so, I, I don't know. I, I'm quite positive about the, the the current MySpace. But although, I, to be honest, back in its day, it, it worked very well. I mean, the, the first time I, yeah. I jumped on there. Um, it it did what I wanted to do, which was to get in touch with bands that I was into. You know, yeah, it was that contact point. Um, I was blogging at the time using MySpace blogs as a fundraising tool, and I, I was I was receiving donations from people I didn't know globally. Um, so it, it was effective, and I, th- I think it's a bit of a shame. Say it was a bit of a shame. They um, I don't know. They, they became misguided and lost direction. I think. Yeah, the key word there was was. Yeah, I, but though for for them, I mean, it's not it's not too much of a shame for Tom and you know the, his uh, sort of cohort that started it because I should imagine they did fairly well out of it, didn't they? A few the, the the guys who've made the biggest loss are News Corp, aren't they? Because mm. they bought it for an inflated price when the web was booming, yes. mm. um, and uh, you know had to let it go for considerably less than they paid for it. Yeah. Um, so realistically, you know the the creatives behind the company have have done amazingly out of it, which uh, can only be a good thing. True. Now, James, would you pay seven pound fifty a year for Facebook? 
Um, no, because I don't even like it at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just on it because you've got to be on it, really. It's, yeah. If they if they implemented a charge, I'd run away. To be honest, like they always say, they're going to be. Well, no, well, this is the thing that not, we're not about to start a scare. We're not saying that at all. Mm. Um, I, I mentioned it only because um, one of England's first um, successful social networks was Friends Reunited, um, which had it was two tiered. There was a free version, but if you wanted to get in touch with other members, um, it was se- it was seven pound fifty. See, the thing with that, though, is, uh, like, because I, I first investigated um, Friends Reunited and, you know, connected to a lot of people on the free version. Then when I realised that I had to pay to do anything more than just kind of connect, you know, I, I can't remember, was it messaging or... There was certain no, it was, things it was that locked down to do with and the you way you accessed it. And you couldn't display your email address unless you were clever and you phonetically spelt the word at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, it just... <laughs> I, it's one on, of those, sorry. if you're not a friend with them, I'm not the friend. I don't want to find them either. I'm not paying £7.50 to find someone I don't it, want to find. Yeah, I, it was just, I think anything like that is, um, when as soon as you lock it down, that restricts it. Well, and look at what's happened to Friends Reunited. You know, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know anyone who's on it. I certainly can't remember the last time I, I, I am. I am still on there. I mean, yeah. apparently, just looking at the numbers here, um, in 2005, there were 15 million members. Active, or is this, that just like... Oh, no, they, I mean, this, this was this was tw- uh, seven years ago. Um and ITV bought it. Do you know how much they bought it for? Oh, just something in pounds. Go on, guess. We're gonna. We're, this is a, the bidding guess again, James. Loves guessing, um, dummy. Can tell guess. Three hundred and sixty-two pounds. Almost. It was one hundred and twenty <laughs> million pounds <laughs> for Friends Reunited, which um, it was quite. A, they, they lost an awful lot. Of yeah. Money. Well, it's the, the paywall for me stops it being effective if it's a social network because. I, like, like you said with Facebook if they were I mean they won't it, it, you know we're, we're not scaremongering at all if you look on Facebook um, on the you know when you log in before you log in it says Facebook is free and always will be it's their mantra you know it's yeah. one of their mission statements that I don't think that will ever change not for regular users um, putting that pay point in just restricts the audience who are going to use it completely yeah and it was sold actually um surprisingly for a similar figure to myspace and so it makes myspace look like a bargain it was sold for 25 million yeah i I mean i don't know what i can't see where it would go myspace i can see having more of a future if i'm honest yeah um just because it seems to have a better niche is it hasn't Facebook kind of taken over the need for Friends Reunited, so to speak? Is it, what does it do differently? Because I've never signed up, so I don't know. But Friends Reunited, it doesn't really do much. It now looks, it's taken the, the better features. So now you've got a news feed. Oh, lordy, um, you've lordy. got pictures can share, you can comment. It, it does all the things that um, its rivals do better, which... Right, well, I'm signing up. It's a bit brutal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that's that's a bit of a look at some of the um, the, the networks of ye olde gone by days. Was, was, was MySpace your favourite? I don't know. My, my favourite... Not favourite. One I was involved with uh, was called Big Wide World. You, I don't think anyone in this room probably knows. No, I had pen friends, pen yeah. pals. <laughs> I had pen pals too. But there was it was around the same time as Face Party and all those, and uh, I, it was a company I worked for. They were called Big Wide World. Doesn't exist anymore. Um, but at the time, this was in two thousand and one, and we there were profiles you could interact, post pictures, talk about your favourite things. Never heard of it. No, no. well. Um, even with its amazing tagline of flirt till your fingers hurt don't believe him (laughs) (laughs) and on that bombshell Um, well I I didn't invent a tagline I'll just best state that there Um, but but was that why you signed up? I, I was part of the company. <laughs> I was forced to. Yeah. <laughs> Contractually obliged. Yeah. I'll, uh, a quick exit time. See, now that one, I don't mind. That's that's quite good. I like that one. No. 
yeah see that divides the studio again that's one of my <laughs> favorites as well i love that but that's uh you know falls flat on james's ears but you can't please everyone can you and that's the beauty of music but we're not discussing that on today's tweeting maybe a future tweeting which i'm sure will uh you know aggregate a response is what constitutes a good you know tune or something like that but today um you know on the the social we wanted to to talk about um something that me and tom had got involved in a, a business forum discussion recently which was preston um you know a town or city and obviously we know that it is a city it's still uh, britain's newest city um but I, they were really focusing on whether things had changed that much since getting the city status um and perhaps what could be done to make make more of it so have we uh, have we had any feedback from twitter if not i, I me and james were sort of chatting over lunch so yeah, we've we got quite go a bit we've got a, quite a bit to ramble on about actually what about preston being a, a well, town or city well how's it changed since becoming a city i think really. uh, well not an awful lot but at, at the debate there were some good points and i think my favorite one was um people talk about preston uh there's a lot of talk about the transport routes and all the things that are going out of preston it's very accessible um, so people say that Preston is a city without a city centre. So it behaves like one. It's got the trade, but the centre. You, you know, you, you you finish work, you There's go no for a coffee. Pause. There's nothing happening um, when everybody's gone home it's from work. It closes at six. <laughs> it's game over. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I mean, there's a go out and get trolleyed nightlife, but there's no, like like in Manchester, you can go out for a brew. Yeah, do you know, do you think, I, I mean, one of the points that came up when we were sort of first talking about this earlier this week was that that was probably to do with the fact that people don't commute as much in Preston. We still have, or I say we, you know, I'm not even a Prestonian. I, I, I do commute. I come in from Blackpool, but I know I'm quite quite novel fairly novel you know yeah. most of the people who work in preston live in preston yeah. and unlike mm. manchester and liverpool and some of the larger cities where people travel in so then they do stay for an evening meal or sometimes a drink before heading back i don't think that happens as much here because of that i know it is accessible preston that but not after a certain time like if i don't go home at half six my buses are once in a blue moon and i only live around the corner like i could walk but i'm not gonna um until they've improved, just basic things like that. If you go to Manchester, it's every ten minutes a bus to the middle yeah. of nowhere. I mean, Do you know what I mean? It's just not quite on the ball. Yeah, I mean, a lot of discussion, or some of the discussion on the day was, um, it was looking at the progress made. It was, well, what have we done with city status? Because we we all know that Preston isn't. It, a lot of people talk about potential, and in fact, um, Peter Rankin, council leader, um, Preston city council leader, was there, and he said that Preston has been treading water for ten years, which. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a fair admission, isn't it, to come? It I, but I, I, I think what he was trying to get at as well is that they have. It, it's been a combination of them, maybe, you know, what's happened financially with the country. It's been uh, political things between Preston City Council and Lancashire County Council, you know, because the, the, it's a complicated setup that they've got here. Um, and also a bit of apathy as well. Um, one of the interesting things, I know you're saying the transport's bad, James, but. Um, I, what was the car park, Tom? That that is it's saving them. It's saving them. Uh, park, saving them car park. See, as someone who commutes in, I didn't know that there is a car park, a secure car park, proper one that you can park your car in that's close to the town centre for two quid and leave it, you know, sort of all night or overnight. Two pound fifty. I don't even know where that is. Two pound fifty. Down, it's it's down near the the car park of what used to be Lava Ignite. Um, Right, I didn't even know. No, see, and you live here, so like for for people coming out of town, say if you were coming to an event or or you know a gig or something like that, and you lived fairly, you know, you live train distance, you might drive in, leave your car, or you know that sort of thing. It's just, I think it's an an awareness thing as well. Um, like there are some nice bars here, 
Um, I certainly know, you know, coming for yeah, forum is well, lovely. We're always there, aren't we? Um, you know, in Cocoon places like that, and lots of other sort of good, good, you know, night spots. We don't just single out those two, but I think as a town, maybe it's not promoted quite well enough to <coughs> to outsiders. You know, like if you're if you're in Blackpool or Lytham or St Anne's, come in and spend an evening here. You know, the train's only what six, seven quid for a return, something like that. Um, uh, and I think a lot of what, it, well, what I think it boils down to is. Uh, and this is going to sound awful. I think Preston lacks identity. I, I think the people of Preston don't really know what Preston is. I mean, even um, ask people what the Preston Guild is. People born and bred in Preston. Some people still they can tell you it's a celebration every twenty years. That's I know that much. I'm Isn't not, that down to bad publicity? To be honest. Well, but again, but when you have an identity, when you have something to be proud of, when you have something you can tell people, this is us. This is what we do, and we do it well. Yeah, it makes it easier to publicize um, as a as a an outside you know as a, a visitor an outsider. Um, I do think that is a potential an issue. I don't think it's a big issue, though, if I'm honest. Or not, I don't think it's a too difficult a nut to crack. Like in Blackpool, we're forever going through, you know, changes of identity. One minute we're the dance capital of Europe. Like we're not, you know, we just made that up and then traded on it. Um, next minute we're, you know, the um, gay and lesbian capital of Britain, you know, and they, they we, I'm sure Brighton probably had a lot to say about that because they were claiming that as well. But I think one thing they do do well as a council is grabbing these ideas and just broadcasting them for a bit, you know, and it doesn't take huge amounts of money. Uh, you know, as we all know, being sort of steeped in social media, mm. you don't need huge um, purse pockets to be able to get an idea out there. You just need to be a bit inventive with it. Yeah, whose responsibility is it? Is it uh, well, upon uh, the residents to organise well, bits? Or one, one of the, um, the the talkers at the debate, what he said was, um, "We need a story and a mission." And the first person to tweet back was, "Oh, who's going to tell that story and who's going to tell us what the mission is?" We don't. It's yeah, you're yeah, right. I, I mean, my my personal thought is, it, it does need to come top down. Um, you know, it does need to be decided by Preston Council. Need to decide what they're promoting for a twelve. You know, whether it's the What's, guild for twelve months or then something else and then filter that through to everybody else if it was for the residents to come up with something it's then vice versa it's, it's up to the council to get behind everyone isn't it yeah it's definitely. up to them to show their support if they don't show support let's game over again. yeah it needs to be supported equally by both sides i think that's that's the and definite it's never going to happen is it though let's uh, it, it it happens not too far down the road you know with the, obviously in every town you get people who, who aren't going to commit to something but if they can see the value in it then they you know they will push for it as an idea you know I mean, what we just had a serious moment then. Yeah, that was a really... <laughs> I think I missed ladies, it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the, probably the most serious moment we've ever had on a show. Have we got a sound effect that we can play? I think We don't, obviously. <laughs> I think we need an interlude in there just to, just to find that nonsense. Uh, and that was the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with Off With Your Head. I love that tune. Um, today's music selection, mainly being brought to you by myself and James. If you want to give us a bit of feedback on that, as compared to last week, and we'll try and find a mixture somewhere in the middle. Um, today's show, uh, we're coming to... <laughs> stop laughing, stop laughing. It will be somewhere in the middle. You know, we're democratic. Um, we just want to, we're finishing up for today, um, and we wanted to just mention that we'll be on the air again in two weeks' time. If you want to get in touch with us before that, um, you can still tweet us at the hashtag PFMSocial with any ideas that you want us to cover or any feedback. Uh, you can drop a, a comment on our Facebook wall at um, facebook.com forward slash three man factory, and we'll also throw out the link uh, onto the Facebook page. Uh, for our podcast as well if you want to get these fantastic nuggets of social media goodness direct into your ears indeed um so we're gonna leave you with a track but before we do that we're just gonna play yeah uh, we talked about baz and our, our, our favorite promo yeah um, so I, I am gonna i'm gonna muscle that one in before we uh, play our outro song 
um, which today who who picked chasing status um, well I, yeah I think I picked it but you, you selected it as the final track I, well, I, I mean it's end credits so you couldn't get any more perfect than that there we go so uh, it's bars and end credits thank you very much we'll, yeah, uh, we'll see, see you in two you weeks see you in two weeks time vous